This episode is sponsored by our good friends, the Rahmani family, in honor of Shana's birthday. I gotta do this meeting because that's why I started this, but it's, it's all from Hashem. This is what all anti-Semitism is about. It's Hashem trying to guide us back to the Torah. It's like saying, uh, I have a skunk farm and I want to come here and, and, and open a skunk farm. As I was crossing over, I, I sort of bumped into two people. Beruchim Aboim, welcome everyone. We're about to begin, Be'ezus Hashem, another episode of Torah Savik the Chat. And this week we're doing Parshas Miketz. This episode is sponsored by our good friends, the Rahmani family, in honor of Shana's birthday. So happy birthday. Wishing you many more years with, together with your husband. Years of happiness, years of health, years of wealth, and continued success. Okay, we begin. What's, what's, uh, what do we have over there for 5779? Um, 5779 is a very interesting... Um... Parsha, because we repeat this, uh, repeat actually five seven eight four this year, this 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 uh, um, next week in Metzshem, the same um, the same th- idea. And it is very synopsis- different. I have to I have to say that it is very different. Um, for starters, in five seven seven nine, it was a twenty four page booklet. This year, it's a twenty page booklet. In five seven seven nine, it was one long diatribe, and this year it's three parts you know like the the new the new way that we do it so it's a it's a much cleaner read this year and it's um it's presented differently also so the synopsis of of this of this parsha of these two years is that it, it says he forgot about him he could he didn't remember his old his old prison mate right um, so if he didn't remember him, if he didn't remember this famous question, then Lezucha, then why needed to write Bishkechai? And so Ravigda's idea was that he, 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 maybe he did remember, right? I mean, uh, organically, it doesn't make any sense. He didn't, he didn't remember. So organically, he, he, he did remember or he would remember, but Hashem made him forget. And Hashem made him forget for a reason. Hashem made him forget because he wanted Yasef Sadik to have that experience of getting closer to Hashem again and again and again. He he wanted to give him perfection of, and Ravigda talks about this, but with davening for different things, Hashem wants to perfect you by making him uh, reach out to you. And um, and when he got to a position where, where Yasef relied on no one else but Hashem, um, so it wasn't like uh, we tied you up that it was a, a punishment that they relied on him. It wasn't a punishment. You can say based on this, you can say that he he actually Hashem actually wanted to. It was a training him. school, a betachin training school. Yeah, so that that's that's the message um, that Victor says on, on this uh, idea. And the and the long the long uh, that's the short of it, and the long of it is that that that's that's our life, our life is a constant string of disappointments. You always have, you wanted this, you thought this is going to work out this way, or that's going to work out that way. And, and you're always, you're pushing, you're pushing, you're pushing. And then Hashem suddenly brings it from the other side. You know, it's, it automatically, it, it comes in from, from somewhere where you didn't even expect it. And it teaches us anybody with a little bit of life experience, you know, you're 20, you turn 22, 24, 28, you're 30, you're 40, you're 50, you're 60. As you go through life, you start, you get, you get the, those little experiences. I said 20, 22, 24, because in, in those ages, in, at, at that stage, that's where you, you're, you're guided the most. You start, 
you think, okay, I'm going to find a job. You start looking for a job. You, st- you, you, set, you, you go out in business. You, there's different things that you do. You get such a crash course on life all of a sudden. When you hit life, it hits you back. But it's not life. It's, it's life with a capital L. It's a, it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You and might not, it's actually training us. Interesting. You might not believe me, but this morning, I learned this point from Rabbi Victor in the Masilis Yeshurim. And he says that um, the, uh, on Betuchan, I'm getting closer to fully being reliant on Hashem. That's, that's the, 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 the level that we need to get to is where we're fully reliant on Him. So whereas the first level is you're going to have a business meeting. You know, the money will come out from the meeting. But, of course, you're relying on Hashem that the meeting is going to go good. And the, the, the top maximum premier executive level of, of Betuchan is... No, it's got nothing, zero to do with this meeting. Zero. I got to do this meeting because that's my ishtadus. But it's, it's all from Hashem. And the more you rely on, on Hashem in that way, the more he's going to show himself and prove himself. We actually don't even need the meeting to begin with. So I learned that this morning. Believe it nice. or not. Yep. Nice. Well, what we're learning here is that that's a certain, that's a level. How do you get to that level? Hashem guides us towards that level. Just by the by, by by our experiences in life, that is that is that is that is so that is so. Um, I want to move on to because this is a another very interesting point that that you, you don't hear a lot. Also, shtickle ram culture um, five seven eight zero. Um, Yasvat Sadik said, "Tell Pare that your shepherds." He told his brothers, "Your shepherds, Anshay Miknayevdechu." We're shepherds, and we want to um, allow us to live in, in Goshen, allow us to live in the ghetto, so we continue being simple, simple shepherds. And it, like he 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 brings up the point that Siavas Mitzrayim that um, shepherds, um, and and, and uh, this was a very uh, what does he say? It was a bo- abomination in Egypt to be. Uh, it's like saying yeah, I have a skunk farm and I want to come here and, and, and open a skunk farm. Um, and the point the point that Abhigda says here is that Yosef, in order to give his brothers a better life, he's not saying, oh, we want to be congressmen and we want to be, you know, big, you know, business leaders and we want to open universities and, and, and be the doctors and spread the Jewish light. No, we, we want our get we want our ghetto. Just leave us in peace in our ghetto. That's what he's asking for. Um, and I, th- I think he touches upon this uh, very much when it comes to uh, politics, to you know, keep the keep the distance to a certain extent. Yeah. So actually, the I have the full booklet over here. The full booklet was also about Hanukkah, and over there in in the Hanukkah booklet, he discusses how the whole Hanukkah came about because of the Messiavnim who wanted to connect with Greek culture. They wanted to become Americanized. You know, to to bring it into our generation, and um, and and when Hanukkah happened, the Kaihanim were fighting back. They were saying, "No, we don't look up to the universities." And this is in current events this week. Um, you know what happened at the congressional hearings? I actually didn't know about this. Somebody uh, sent me a message. He said, um, "You heard about what, what the the Congress? You have to send out a Q and A about." It. That's how I get my news from the Thursday week the Q and As, but. Um, so what happened this week at the congressional hearings just really proves to us, this is what all anti-Semitism is about. 
it's Hashem trying to guide us back to the Torah, back away from Americanizing, away from connecting, from looking up to people with fancy degrees and with, uh, with college uh, background. So Hashem is showing us you're, you're running to college. You think you'll be educated. That's where, that's where you're going to find your, that's, that's where you're going to find your happiness. They, they, they don't, they don't love you there. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not, the answer is not at the universities. And that's what this whole piece is about, about sort of internalizing this lesson that we don't look up to Gentile culture. And that's what Yosef Atzadik was teaching his brothers. Don't, don't become the spell from, from a time. And, and that's what we, we have to learn today as well. By the way, this is also a very big uh, theme with Rabbi Victor is, you know, staying, staying close. Bar Park, Williamsburg, he, he loved Williamsburg. And coming in contact, he, he, he continues in the piece here, coming in contact with, with Musa Olam and, and uh, you know, get, becoming closer to them and being more like them. It, that's, that's, that's our loss. That's when, that's when we uh, lose out. And um, he, sa- he says, he says, the Gemurah says, the, the, the says, like, he cries, like, Hashem cries, the pride, the pride, and the pride does not mean, you know, being a great Jewish doctor. Pride of being Am Hashem, the, the, a, holy, a holy nation, and doing all those right things, and being unique, being distinct. We have to lean into our greatness. I was just on a podcast today called The Gray Area, and we were discussing, um, you know, certain things that, that we're not so great at. But I said, we're still the best people there are. And Hashem loves us because... You know, we try our best at the tight end mistress. Um, everybody can improve, but we have to have pride in who we are. And, and you and get what. that. You get that from Rabbi, from 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 learning Torah Savigda. That's 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 what you get. I, I for me, this was a, a little bit of a a, a moment of das. Rabbi always says this: this chachma, this knowledge, and this das, this true knowledge, and that sort of sticks. I, I had this, I was learning one of Rabbi Miller's forum, I don't remember what it was, and he was talking about this concept of, of how special we are as a people, how special the Jewish people are. And you'll hear this story, there's nothing special about this moment, but because I was studying it then, and I, it, just, it just stuck in my mind. Um, I was just, I was, you're saying about living in Borough Park, how beautiful it is to live in Borough Park. I was walking on 14th Avenue and 45th Street, it's a block away from my house. So there's a very busy corner over there. There's a grocery store over there. They have, they put all their stuff out there the, on the on the side. It's always a, it's always hard to pass right. by over there. You know, there's traffic on the street over there. There's, there's traffic on the sidewalk as well. So, as I was crossing over, I I sort of bumped into two people at, at the same time. One was a 12 year old uh, Jewish girl, and one was one of the immigrant workers at the grocery store and I sort of encountered both of them at the same time. And it was, it was just such a, the contrast just hit me. Here you have a person who fasted Yom Kippur, a Jewish girl. She waits six hours before eating uh, melechiks, before having her, her chocolate melechik coins on, on Hanukkah. She, Those are the worst. You know, get the melechik ones, they're the worst. <laughs> yeah. But you have somebody who grew up in a completely different culture. What are his values? What are his, it's a whole, it's such a different world. Somebody who never fasted a day in his life. And you look up, you, you start looking up to the Jewish people. That's what Jewish pride is. 
It's you, you see the world differently. I always say people say, you know, he's he's a little more with it. I say you mean without it. And and uh. that's, you have Jewish pride. Uh. You talk like that. No. I'm with it. I'm wearing the. I have my beard and my payas and my rekel and my hit and my stramel and my bechet. This is with it. I'm with Hashem. I'm with the people of Hashem. I do want to say. I want to move on to the next one because I'm very excited about this one. Like I said, because there's a story in it, and uh, this is five seven eight one. So three years ago. Um, So this one is is like I said. I'm very excited because there's a story, but uh, and it also goes back to what we discussed last week about the chain of events in someone's lifetime. Hashem guiding history. So Victor says that when Yasser was being pulled on the chariot through the streets of Egypt, like the Mishnah Lomelech, the, the vice roy, the, the vice president, the, the second in command, um, closest to the king, and instead of being flattered and, and enjoying the attention, or now he's, he was actually filtering all the events that happened in his lifetime and, and actually clearly acknowledging wow how did i get here my brothers and then the, the bar and then the soul and then the prison every everything that i thought sucked i thought i thought this was terrible at the time now that this is exactly what hashem wanted and exactly where he wanted to bring me this was the you can clearly see the journey and and then he goes on to to say victor actually gives us real insight into his life and he talks about how when he was a kid, and he was thrown out of the Hebrew school. He was tossed out of the Hebrew school. He was rejected, and and the Hebrew school wasn't a very. It wasn't like a cheder. It was a Hebrew school, and uh, all the other boys in the Hebrew schools, he says, were good. They were good boys. They weren't thrown out. They graduated and became nothings. Uh, himself, he actually had to look for a rabbi, so he found the rabbi who sent him to yeshiva, who I, sent I, him I, on a I, career. I I don't know if this is the story behind it, but I once heard he said the story that he was he was thrown out of school. He asked his Rebbe, he says, Avram Avinu was mechadish, the whole everything, right? Yaakov Avinu raised up as Beis Yisrael, right? He raised up 12 Shvatim. What was so special about Yitzchak? Well, I mean, even that Kedah, his father shechted him. Well, right. And, and he got thrown out. So, so it's a good kasha, I have to say. It bothered me also for many years. But it's not the subject of this week. We'll talk about that next week. Um, so then, then what happened was he started, right? So he started learning. Then he was 14, he was 14 years old. Money was tight. And he wanted to look for a job. And he saw a help wanted uh, on, a, on a factory, help wanted sign. And he went inside and they hired the guy, the kid right in front of him. He was the last one they hired. Um, and then when I was 21, he says, I'm not a public speaker. I'm a shy type. I'm not the type of person to 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 be a rabbi and, and to give speeches and and uh, teach so i'll teach in the public schools so i went to the board of ed so they said what are you doing here he says um what do you i want to become a teacher what are you doing now right now i'm a rabbinical student yeshiva bacher so he says go back to your business go back that's so an unbelievable story that wouldn't have happened nowadays yeah a guy told him go back to yeshiva. the board of ed <laughs> i mean yeah so you know he was uh he was he was pushed kept on being pushed down or so he thought or maybe he didn't think but so we thought but in the end he was 24 um he wanted to teach in yeshiva he went for an interview there's a guy that that he knew from from uh from back in the day from from hater who who he got the job and he says he was he was a ball player 
I was learning Tanakh during recess, and he this is maybe how he how he revealed this part about him, which we know that when he was a kid, he would he would sit and learn during recess during uh, lunch hour, and and the other boy played ball, and he got the job. He was so uh, at at the time he was disturbed, and but Hashem kept on doing this to 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 lead him to to the ultimate. Um, Hey, you know, I, I said I said last week that I don't want to find a, a theme uh, running through all of these, but really all of these are the same theme. It's the theme of betachin of Hashem right. running your life. I want to throw in a story from Rabbi Miller that I've told it so many times because I feel like it's very helpful to a lot of people. And um, the story the story is that it was a bacher who came to Rabbi Miller. He was complaining. He said, "I'm afraid I'm never going to find a shidduch." And I'm never going to get married. And, and I remember told him, um, listen to me. In 10 years from now, you're going to be married. You're going to have a wife. You're going to have kids. You're going to have a house. And you're going to have a car. And uh, 10 years later, the guy came back. Yeah, he has a wife, a kids, a house, a car. But how did Rebbe know? He says, look, everybody gets married. Everybody has a wife and kids. Everybody has a house, a car. More or less, it comes... That's 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 level one. There's a different booklet where where the Torah discusses this, but there's different levels in betachin. But the level one in betachin, the basic level betachin is Hashem takes care of everybody. At the end of the day, you'll be taken care of. You'll be okay. It's just a question of how much you're willing to trust in Hashem that Hashem is actually going to run your life and do it for you. But you can calm down. Hashem is on your case. He's taking care of you. You'll be okay. This, I mean, it's a, it's it's such a truth that the, that the more you lean into it, the, the more the more you see it. Um, I want to thank you once again for having me. I cut it. This week is is a little shorter. It's erev Hanukkah. We're running. There's a lot of things. Uh, that's why we're recording. It's Thursday, erev Hanukkah. Um, so there's a lot of things going on. Uh, appreciate you having me on again. I thought you'd have long replaced me by now, but apparently, um, it's good for the ratings. That's what I hear. Yeah, everybody. Everybody's talking about the the Joel Wall podcast. Uh, you know, the, no, no, nobody's even talking about Teresa Savigdor. It's it's terrible. It's I did. Terrible. I, I had a had a, a Syrian gentleman reach out to me who I know. He's like, "Whoa, you're really moving up in the world." I said, "Why?" He says, "I saw I was in the Rabbi Mansur's shul on Shabbos, and I saw the the booklet. I saw saw that you were listed." I'm like, "I didn't even see it. It's such a a small little paragraph." I, I was like, "I'm waiting for a big picture of, of the podcast." So let's see what happens. Okay, Bez Hashem will make many, many more podcasts to come. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening on whatever podcast platform you're listening or if you're watching on Torah anytime. We appreciate that. And uh, we hope to see you next week.